Sisters and brothers in Christ, I will ask you to pray for me as I pray for you. You may remain standing as you do so. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight this day, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I'd like to begin by inviting you to turn in your Book of Common Prayer to page 134, please. Then you can just take your bulletin and just tuck it into 134, and I'll come back to that after the introduction. Page 134. Choir, if you're stuck up there, I'm not sure if you have prayer books. You do? Great. I was going to give you a backup plan, but I'll, I'll introduce that in a minute, too. And once all the flipping stops, and you've got your page, you've got your bulletin already, you have your text, then let me say thanks for the invitation, Father Sunil, Father Al, Christy, you all have been so great to prepare Rochelle and me to come and visit with you today. Everyone has just been so welcoming, both last night and today, and the, just the pace of the whole weekend has been a blessing to us, so thank you. And rather than being super nervous about preaching at a new church and, oh my gosh, you know, what's this going to be like, you know, you all have just made it so smooth, so easy to welcome us into your parish family. So thank you very much. I am here because of Veterans Day, I understand. So let me say happy Veterans Day to all of you who have served our country and all of the family members who have supported those who serve the country. And you'll find out pretty quickly that I'm going to include our local first responders and uh, all of those who, who really watch over us. So. Uh, Thanks so much for your service. And if there are any United States Marines in the house, happy birthday to you. Uh, the Marine Corps birthday was Thursday the 10th, and we on the Naval Submarine Base had a Marine Corps birthday cake cutting because uh, so many of the chaplains and the corpsmen, uh, the docs, those who have uh, were assigned to Marine Corps units, uh, have the Marine Corps, literally the Eagle Globe and Anchor, on our uniform every day. And so our partnership with the Marine Corps is very strong. So I can't say, I can't, I can't not say happy birthday to the Marines who are here. All right, so the, the text, the principal text I'm going to take up is actually on page 134. So I'm going to direct your attention there as I turn as well. So Thomas Cranmer, the great reformer who gave to us the legacy of the prayer book, wrote that amazing collect from this morning, that collect about the scriptures, about reading, marking, learning, inwardly digesting the scriptures. If you don't know that collect by heart, I have, I have a great recommendation for you. That collect from Proper 23 is just an amazing piece that reminds us of the importance of the scripture. But with all due respect to Thomas Cranmer, and I believe he would allow this, 
I also think that we can read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest the liturgy as well, the historic prayers that we've been given. And this prayer that I'm going to direct your attention to is one of those. It's the second prayer from the top on page 134. Now, I have high expectations for this sermon, not because I expect to be a, a super performing preacher, but my high expectations of this sermon are that you're, you'll remember it. You'll remember it tomorrow. Because, you know, on a lot of Mondays, if Father Sunil saw you in the coffee line at the local coffee shop, and he said, what did I preach on yesterday? You know, a lot of you'd really be stuck, right? Or if he said, well, what did you get out of my sermon yesterday, right? Yeah, it, it could be awkward, but Father Sunil, tomorrow, when you run into these folks in the, in the coffee shop, I want you to ask them, what did that crazy chaplain preach about yesterday? And it's going to boil down to two words. And those two words are the first two words of this prayer. And the prayer is the second prayer from the top on page 134. And the prayer comes, if you look down at the bottom, it comes from Compline. If you don't know what Compline is, Compline is the last prayer of the day. It takes about seven minutes, maybe, five to seven minutes to read it through. If you don't know about Compline, then this is the sermon within the sermon. This is the free one. You don't pay anything extra for this. Pray Compline. Compline is one of the most amazing gifts of liturgy that we've been given. If, you're, if you don't know about it, just bust open your prayer book with the kids. Open it up. Just read through it. The little rubrics will tell you what to do, and it's just absolutely amazing. So this prayer I'm going to preach on as my text is embedded into the prayers of Compline. And what are the first two words of this prayer? Keep watch. That is the theme of the sermon. What's the theme of the sermon? Keep watch. Keep watch, exactly. So let's begin the sermon and let's end the sermon by reading the prayer together. So shall we? So everybody have it? Do you all have it? All right. If anybody is stuck without a prayer book, it's on the back of the bulletin. <laughs> Christy put it right here. All right? So you can take it home. But I really want you in your prayer books. That's why I put you there first. Let's pray. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night. And give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary, bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. What do you think about that prayer? Pretty much covers everybody, doesn't it? From those who are suffering, hurting, at the end of their lives, contemplating their last hours and days, to the person who just was awarded with something and is rejoicing and celebrating some victory and everyone in between. Who are the actors? Who are the prayers in this? It, the, the people praying are the people of the church, the, the Christian, the disciple. And who are we praying to? Who's the prayer addressed to? I know it's a simple question. Kids, help me out. Right, the Lord God, Jesus. 
You could say the Holy Spirit. You could say the Father, right? It's the Trinity, right? It's great. But simple question. But what's the theme of the sermon? Who are we asking to keep watch? Yeah, there's the first of four facets of keep watch. Number one point of the sermon. We hope, pray, expect that God will keep watch over us, don't we? From the very earliest days when we started to pray, and we want to hear kids pray because they trust with that childlike prayer. Yeah, God's going to watch over us. And that is our prayer. And that's the first facet of keep watch that I'd like us to consider. Just like the beautiful Psalm 121, which is a favorite of mine, it's a Wyoming Psalm. We're from Wyoming. I lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh even from the Lord who hath made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He who keeps watch over you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps watch over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. He is your shade at your right hand so that the sun shall not smite you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. Yea, it is even he who shall keep your soul. And here it is. The Lord shall watch over. The Lord shall keep. You're going out and you're coming back in from this time forth, even forevermore. And that's what we hope, that the Lord will watch over us. And as I have prayed for Marines and sailors going out when I haven't gone with them, I don't like sending them out without going with them. But many times I've been asked to pray as they have gone what we call outside the wire. Some of you understand what I mean when I say outside the wire. And when I prayed Marines outside the wire, I never failed to pray the end of Psalm 121. Lord, watch over. They're going out and they're coming back in now and forever. And we trust in that. That's the first facet of what's the theme of the sermon? Keep watch. We hope that God will keep watch over us. But then Jesus is going to turn the tables on us. He's going to turn the tables on us two weeks from now when we begin Advent. Next week you have Christ the King Sunday. Come back. All right, celebrate the kingship of Christ. And then you'll have the first Sunday of Advent. The altar guild, God bless them, will have the church decorated. You'll have Advent wreath, and you'll be lighting one candle. And the gospel reading for that day is about the return of Jesus. And in Matthew chapter 24, verse 42, Jesus will say to us, listen carefully. Therefore, he says to the disciples, he says to us, keep watch because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. Keep watch facet two, point two, number two. He just flipped the tables on us. We trust that he'll watch over us. He says, hey y'all, keep watch. I'm a coming back. You need to have your oil lamps full of oil. They need to be burning. I gave you responsibility. I gave you tenancy over part of my kingdom. 
When I return, I expect you to be watching over that part of the kingdom that I gave you authority over, to be using the gifts that I gave you. Boss is coming back. Y'all keep watch. And isn't the Episcopal Church amazing that they remind us of that every year? Like, oh yeah, boss is coming back. How will he find us? Are we prepared for his return? Keep watch facet two, point number two. Now I'm going to go to three. Not only do we expect God to keep watch over us, not only do we keep watch for Jesus, but then you asked me to come on Veterans Day. And for those of us who have served, who are serving and who have served, we know what it means to keep the watch for a certain number of hours at a certain station, whether we're walking a beat, whether we're over at the firehouse, whether we're watching a screen on a submarine, we're a sonar tech, we're a fire control tech, we're a torpedo man, we're on watch on the bridge, we're on watch over the land, the seas, the skies, the space, and in the submarine community, deep under the surface of the water, on the, navigating around the undersea mountains. Somebody's keeping watch for you right now. And if you choose to say this prayer before bed, isn't it going to remind you now that we lay our heads on our pillows thanks to those who are serving in the armed forces and in our local community as our first responders, we can lay our heads down and be in peace. And right now, even though uh, we have an usher in the narthex keeping watch over us, we expect that we will finish this worship service in peace. And we do that because others are keeping watch over us. Have I sold you on point number three, facet number three? What's the theme of the sermon? That's right. And they're keeping watch over us right now. So when you thank them, and it's great that you do, when you thank them, I'm going to encourage you to go just a little bit deeper. Instead of saying thank you for your service, a lot of people say thank you for your service to me. And I acknowledge them. And there's this exchange that goes on. But if try going a little deeper. Try saying to one of them, Thanks for keeping the watch. You're going to get their attention if you say that. They're going to look at you like, you understand that? And try going just one small, don't detain them necessarily, but one small degree of understanding deeper. If, the, if you run into one of the firemen across, across the alley, and you said, hey, you know, thank you for keeping the watch. They'll look up at you and, and you'll get their attention. And then you say, you know, I understand that every third or fourth night, you don't sleep at home. You spend 24 hours in that firehouse watching over us. So that means that every third or fourth night, you're not home sleeping in your bed with, in, with your spouse or with your family. And thank you for that. You will get their attention. You just have to go a little deeper to understand what does it mean for that person to keep the watch for these, for your highway patrol and your police and your sheriffs and your fire to see the things that they see when they respond to those calls, to have those images in their head, they experience conflict to a degree even greater than we in the armed forces do for many people. 
and they carry on and they serve. So I encourage you as you remember those who keep the watch uh, and in the submarine community, um, thank those spouses and those family members for going weeks and months without hearing anything. How are the boys doing? I don't know, they're dark. How many weeks has it been? I don't know, six weeks? Nothing. <laughs> Keeping the watch. Thank you for doing that. Go a little deeper. Watch the response that you get when you do that. And finally, I'll say this to you. Number four, facet four of keep watch is that we, and I'll, I'll say this for those in uniform, I'll say this for those in the active duty, we need you to keep watch over us with your prayers. You see how that's a little different? Facet number three is you remembering that they're watching over you and, and you're giving thanks for them. But then facet number four is we can't do it without your prayers. We need you to watch over us. We need you to be home faithfully praying for us. And as I've sailed around the world a couple of times, as I've gone into the, the, the desert on the other side of the world and been in harm's way, I've told my people I could not do this without you. I could not do what I do without your prayers. We need you, every single one of you, to keep watch over us through your love and your prayers as you send us out and as you welcome us back home again. Have I sold you? Did I keep your attention? Kids, did I keep your attention? What's the theme of the sermon? Okay, what are the four facets that we ask God, keep watch over us? Jesus says, keep watch for me. When we fall asleep, we remember that others are keeping the watch so that we can live at peace. And then those same people need you to keep the watch in prayer. Isn't that awesome? Please, sisters and brothers, I ask you, keep the watch. Let's pray. Back to 134. Let us pray. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. God bless you all.